Hello and welcome back to another episode of Podscribers. This week we have Zach Grossfeld, the host of Oxoro and The Ox. Hope you like our conversation. Hi, Zach. Thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me, Eugene. I, as I said in the email before, I've, I'm, I'm really grateful that you agreed to do this because I've looked through around half of our client base and your show notes are by far the best that I've ever seen because they're, they're detailed. They let you go through the podcast. They let you find what you want to listen to. They pull out great quotes and I love showing them to other people. Yeah, I appreciate that. I actually, I have to give a lot of credit to this person that I work with on Fiverr. If you aren't familiar with Fiverr, it's a website where you can hire people to do different services. And so I began doing the show notes myself while I was listening through. And I found this person on Fiverr. I believe her name is at KM Wellmick, but I, I can send you just to make sure I can double check. But she actually creates the show notes from when I sent her the audio file after I go through it. And so she's made it a lot easier on me where I can listen through it and it doesn't take me as much time to do the show notes. And then I can review her notes and combine what we both did together. So I, I definitely have to give her a shout out on Fiverr. She makes great notes. I will definitely add her profile to the description then. So you are not only a podcast host, but you also have a website, a YouTube page, a Twitter presence, a newsletter, and a merch store. How does all of that happen? It happened slowly. I I started off contacting music artists a few years ago, and there was no podcast. I was calling up music artists, trying to get my first interview, and I originally was taking notes on the phone. I was taking notes on phone conversations and I was releasing those as articles. And then I realized I'm recording all these conversations. I might as well do it more cleanly and get it out there as podcasts. So I did my first three podcasts. I told myself I'll do three, see what happens. I really enjoyed it. I got a lot out of it for myself, even though a lot of people at the time weren't listening. And so the articles evolved into podcasts which evolved into the blog where now I share mostly cool things I come across. It's not me as much writing the blog anymore as it is me seeing a YouTube video or an article someone else wrote and linking to it in the blog. And yeah, every all those pieces, social media, it definitely did not happen all at once. If it did happen all at once, it would have been too overwhelming to keep going continuously and so I added each piece and was learning as I was going and was trying to leverage the social media in the best way I can so the ones where I was getting a lot of hits I would spend more time on those platforms which for me right now is Instagram and TikTok and then Twitter is more I'll I'll reshare it and I don't put as much effort into the content on Twitter just because the engagement isn't as high and most of my following is on the other platforms. I completely forgot to look at TikTok. It's, I guess it's kind of new and most people who have podcasts probably don't use it. How do you use TikTok? Yeah, so TikTok, my, my approach with TikTok, I'm actually in the middle of rethinking and exploring how I'm going to use TikTok and I feel like it changes week to week. So I originally 
started creating these mini versions of the aux podcast that i release so i have all uh in addition to the auxoro podcast where i have guests on i started this podcast called the aux where it's me saying 10 to 15 minute insights every day things that i learn things i come across and so i try to do really concise versions of those for tiktok 30 seconds 60 seconds put them up and then i realized that the ones i was doing about sex and dating in particular on tiktok were blowing up for whatever reason and so i tried to do silly things with that and i realized that people who are looking at the silly sex and dating stuff we're going back to the podcast and checking it out and so now i more view tiktok as not only a tool to create but a tool to draw people into the podcast so if some people probably think i'm an idiot and too silly on tiktok and that that's okay that that comes with the territory of being a creator and throwing stuff against the wall and seeing what sticks but there are a lot of people that see that content and will message me and be like, oh, like I really, I really enjoyed your podcast on meditation or something on habits. And that started from them watching a video on TikTok about dating or hinge or whatever uh, in that category. So now I use it as a tool to funnel people back into the podcast. And it's also a way for me to have fun and not really put too much thought into it. I feel like the more TikTok is built to be this instant silly platform that can certainly be educational. And there are a lot of great people on there that I follow that put out more educational content. For me, I feel like when I'm taking it too seriously, it stresses me out too much. And I'm like, I'm, I'm already taking the podcast very seriously. I'm going to use this as an outlet to experiment and have fun. And it seemed to, to work out that way for me, at least. That's good to hear. Um, I was listening to a podcast a few weeks ago where the guy who was speaking, the guest, he said that you have to look at the quality of your listeners and where they come from. And um, listeners from TikTok aren't very loyal, but it sounds like many of them are coming for the dating content then, and then staying for the other content. So that's really great to hear. Yeah, yeah. I, I learned from that too. So I, I really enjoy talking about things that are related to dating or things that are related to sex because some things can be awkward to talk about and i feel like going through some of those experiences mistakes i've made or just awkward experiences in addition to the other content i talk about on the aux is also fulfilling and has been helpful to other people so i learned from that and now once or twice a week i make sure to have an episode on sex or dating so i can explore those in more depth than a 30 60 second video got you i should have asked you this earlier but you have two podcasts one is oxoro and the second is ox could you describe what they're about yes so the oxoro podcast started first i named the website oxoro.com only planning to start one podcast and I named it the Auxoro podcast and that is basically uh, all guest conversations. There's a few experimental episodes thrown in here and there, but it's about 150 guest conversations that started out with only music artists and then gradually expanded to people that excited me regardless of what industry they're in. So neuroscientists, athletes, writers, writers. 
And so the Augsoro podcast is guest conversations exclusively. And then I released a 10, 15 minute episode a few times on the Augsoro podcast as an experiment. And those did really well. And so I thought, okay, rather than put everything in the same feed, why don't I put the shorter episodes on the Aux podcast and I'll have the guest conversations on Augsoro. So that's how that started. I started doing these daily 10 to 15 minute things that I record each morning not a super high effort thing in terms of time but the return has been high so i've definitely leveraged that and people also go back and forth between the two because i'll mention two on both so it's kind of been a cool bouncing around marketing tool where i'll mention a conversation on the aux and they'll go check it out on auxoro or i'll mention the aux on auxoro and then go check out the podcast would you say that there is a specific goal that you're trying to trying to achieve with your two podcasts or is it just pursuing things that are interesting people who are interesting to you yeah i would i would say i look to i want to talk to people that excite me for the the guest conversations on auxoro it doesn't really matter to me what that person does or how many followers they have the the followers were more intriguing to me when I first started podcasting because it was all new. So I'd be like, oh, my God, this person has half a million followers on Instagram. They're going to talk to me. You know, I can't believe it. This is awesome. And that's that's great. I, I have had some of my best conversations with people who have huge followings on social media. At the same time, I felt or I saw that the engagement on episodes with people that didn't have as big of a following but the conversation was super informative and insightful that that also had equal or more engagement than some of the conversations that were with people who had higher followings. And for me too, it was just as fulfilling. It wasn't like that conversation was any better or worse because of the following that person had. So anyone I come across, whether they're just starting a platform or they've been doing it for 10 years, if it's exciting to me and I am intrigued by it in some way, I'll make a note on my iPhone list and I'll keep them in mind as I reach out periodically to different people on that list. So there really is no category anymore. I try to get people that have, who think differently than me and have different experiences. And that could be, that could be anything really. Okay, so how did you grow your audience and who makes it up? Sure. So the the best way I've grown my audience has been being consistent on social media. So it can be it can be discouraging when you're first starting to post every day or or post every 2-3 days whatever you decide is your posting schedule and I was I wanted to keep in mind that I'm growing this for the future. I'm posting now so that people can find out on the po- find out about the podcast on whatever platform they choose to follow. And so being consistent in, with the posting is is number 1, especially as someone who's not bringing in a celebrity following like a lot of the stand-up comedians that already have a, a huge number of people who know who they are and then they start a podcast, they have that incoming following already and you should use that to your advantage if you have that but for me no one knew who the hell I was so I had to be super consistent on social media 
get it out there post even on days where I didn't really feel like it I would you know think hard and try to make something creative related to the podcast that I could funnel people back to the podcast and also at the beginning I was fortunate enough to have some bigger interview interviews with uh Wyclef Jean who's a, a hip-hop legend Jess Glynn who's a great singer based in the based in the UK Ryan Sirhant who's a real estate agent in New York who has has a really cool story and it has exploded massively on YouTube recently so when those people then turn around and share it and their following grows that also has a reciprocal effect on mine as well so being consistent on social media and then also getting the people who you interview to repost it and if it's a good product many times they'll do it on their own because if you give them exciting art to share or design or you package it well then they're going to be like holy shit like i want to reshare this on instagram or twitter did you find that you had any issues when you started to broaden out your audience when you shifted from um, musicians and music producers to just people who interest you no I, i didn't have any issues i'm sure there were a few people that tuned in for just the music artists that didn't want to hear conversations with anyone else and that's fine I also noticed that there were a lot of people who joined once I started to branch out and ended up sticking with me for the ride so far so I really appreciated that I, I found that the the followings continue to grow I'm people different people enjoy different episodes and so yeah, I haven't I haven't really run into any issues with with expanding the the podcast. I kept the same attitude with research and preparation. It just it wasn't only music artists anymore. It was other people from other lanes of life. Got you. That's good to hear. So, what got you to get Podscribe transcripts in the first place and how do you use them? Yeah, so the f- the first time I used Podscribe transcripts was the founder, uh, Pete Berzinger. He sent me an email about Podscribe and it was a personal email, used my name and knew some stuff about the podcast, which always gets my attention rather than the the super impersonal emails, which is like, paste xyz and so that got my attention and then he also offered to transcribe the first episode for free it might have been the first few episodes i don't remember but either way it was at least one episode for free and he sent me the link to it and i put that on the episode page and i i love the layout i love the way that it looked it helps with seo it helps me with quotes for the episode as well where in addition to listening to the episode and coming up with quotes, I can also scan the transcript and pull out quotes that I really enjoy. And so can other people as well, because you have the whole click and listen aspect with Podscribe. People can click anywhere on the transcript and then it will play the episode, which is great for the host and the guest. So, so Pete reached out to me and he sold me immediately on the, the transcript and it adds to the the show note page. I, I really like the way the show notes look and I, and I like that people can 
have that option to scroll through and listen as they're going through the notes, which not a lot of podcasts have. Yeah, that's true. That's true for sure. Uh, and as I mentioned, the the way that you've set up your quotes on your site is is really great because not only do you put them there, and not only do they summarize um, a chunk of what you say in the podcast, but you also add the timestamp there, which is really helpful for um, listeners who are going back to an episode and who want to find when you spoke about a certain subject again. Um, so that's really helpful too, for sure. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad it's been helpful. So we're starting to wrap it up now. How can people reach you? How can they um, listen to your podcast? Where can they find you? Sure. So Augzoro is released anywhere you listen to podcasts. So Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, you can search Augzoro and Augzoro will pop up. And also the Aux podcast, if you search the Aux, A-U-X, that will, that will pop up anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram at at Augzoro. You can follow on TikTok at at Augzoro, and Facebook is at Augzoro Mag because Augzoro was taken. And you can subscribe to our newsletter on at Augzoro or Augzoro.com slash the source we have a newsletter on our website you'll see it if you go to auxoro.com you can click on newsletter and it'll bring you to the source which is twice a month we put out the latest content that inspires us along with the latest auxoro content one last question the the name of the podcast auxoro where does that come from yeah it actually it came from a word masher i i started auxoro when i was in my last year in college and I knew I wanted to have something with aux like aux cable with music because that was my idea at first I wanted to interview music artists so I thought aux okay what could I put with aux and I knew that a lot of companies had two or three syllables that were successful and so I didn't want to just have aux as one thing so I put it in a word masher with two and three syllables and then auxoro came up and i looked at it i was like huh like doesn't that mean gold in spanish oro gold golden ox that's kind of cool and then i sent it to the group me for my baseball team chat when i was at richmond and i was still playing baseball and i said hey guys vote on these names and there were five or six and auxoro came in last and i was like <laughs> screw it i still want to go with auxoro something about that name sounds so cool i was basically i basically wanted my team to confirm my choice that i made already and when they did and i was like screw them i'm just gonna go with auxoro and, and i'm glad i did because it it becomes more true to me the more time passes and the more things come out i can't imagine it being called anything else so yeah that's that's how it came uh a word masher some whiskey and a group me chat words to live by uh thank you so much for coming on zach i appreciate it yeah of course thank you thanks a ton for listening to the podcast if you have any questions you can always reach out to me at eugene at podscribe.ai that'll be in the description if you would like to follow us on twitter and youtube uh just look up podscribe ai if you would like to learn more about our transcripts or if you would like to get a sample transcript of your own podcast, just send us an email with the name of your podcast or visit us at podscribe.ai. 
Thank you to the team at podcast.co for the music and thank you for listening. See you next week. Thank you.